Hello everyone, Kip here. I just wanted to update you on our schedule. Uh, this week we're looking at Shin Kamen Rider Prologue or Kamen Rider Shin, uh, the first of the 90s trilogy of Kamen Rider movies. It is available free on Toei Tokusatsu World. With this, we're going to be covering this as a normal episode and the next two of those movies as bonus episodes in March. Now you may have noticed, but recently we have featured lots of different guests like uh, DK from Def Shifter, like Josh from today's episode for the By This Morning Show, and Brian from the TV Trivia Pod. They, along with us, are all featured on the Self-Made Indie Podcasters Awards, or the SMIPO Awards. If you go to PlumForestPodcast.com, you can learn more and vote for us for those awards. Uh, for the most part, we are also all in separate categories, which is really nice. Next week, we are going to be looking at um, Ultraman, me and Steph. We look at Ultraman Tiga and Ultraman Cosmos, episodes one through four of both those shows. And in two weeks, me and Copacetic Senpai will reunite to look at Martyr Saber and catch up on the show. Episodes 19 through 24. Hen. Shin. if you will the corvette a car low to the ground sloping angular it shows power wealth sexuality leather that is the corvette and that is a car that i personally associate with the weird 80s 90s time like people wearing jeans and having dates having fun media hamburgers xenophobia all things from that time period that corvette weird like Reaganomics time and that is where the Kamen Rider franchise found itself in the 90s with a bunch of movies trying to reinvent itself one by one much like the Doctor Who franchise and that led to three separate movies the first of which we are covering today is Shin Kamen Rider prologue or just Shin Master Rider like Shin Kamen Rider depending on who you ask but for today it is me Kip and I'd like to welcome my guest, Josh. Hello, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's great to have you. And uh, so, Josh, um, you have your own show as well, correct? Yeah, the uh, Mindless Morning Show. A podcast full of literally mindless banter with uh, other other guests and sometimes just me and my co-host. Yeah, that's... Um, it's hard, because, like, I have a show that has like a theme and like a like we know what we're pulling from like it seems harder to me to do something without one like where you have to kind of like make it work based off like a looser definition like that seems like a that seems like it'd be rough yeah i I definitely give it to the uh solar solo podcasters because they uh they do a phenomenal job keeping uh things together whereas me myself like i i couldn't no way I like in the time of, of like the show, there's only been one solo episode besides like the weird little like two minute. Here's where you start ones. But like it's um like a lot of guests, lots of people. Like I think like three people is maybe like my favorite amount of people. But like most of our shows are like two people. Yeah, we uh, it, it for the most part, we were doing uh, just me and my other co-host, Nick. And. We ended up wanting, we definitely knew we wanted to have guests to like just conversate with somebody else and kind of break away from just us talking. And uh, it, it worked out. And I mean, a lot of things have been uh, happening. We, we recently had uh, Scott Page on, which was cool. He's a uh, saxophonist who's played with like Pink Floyd, Super Tramp, Toto. And, oh, okay. Uh, yes. I mean, we, we have tons of fun. I mean, we, we definitely like, uh, mindlessly bantering literally <laughs> yeah and like uh to make progress with that because it feels like there's like um a lot of people that like will try that format and like change up or like like in like two months like they'll be like all right 
new show this time it's about seinfeld because like the <laughs> like that's like a rough format <laughs> right yeah it's uh it, it's nice we didn't realize the uh the easiness we would have um naming ourselves like the mindless morning show because we can literally get away with like some of the stupid shit that comes out of our mouths because sometimes like we, we do say some really dumb things and uh it it's perfectly okay our name is our disclaimer <laughs> that's a pretty good like slogan is that like your slogan or is that just like a it, off the dome it's, it's not but i'm i don't know now that you mentioned it i think maybe it should be that's a pretty good one like honestly our our name is our disclaimer yeah i like it if you had to like say like on average like what kind of stuff like do you talk about is it like oh like i'm like really into movies and like he's like really into like um antiques or whatever you know or is it like yeah so we we had when we first started we kind of went with like random topics for per episode um now mind you we do happen to quite often uh branch off or derail from the topic at times so i mean we we have we do have episode uh, an episode about like movies and tv uh, probably not as in depth as we really could go um but just kind of like a little little bit of getting to like know us with it and uh it it works out because we don't really want to focus too much on us but we do like having the fun conversations that we've had because we've we've had some really funny ones to be honest like me and nick we find out more and more every week how exactly alike we are (laughs) it's a weird experience to bring on like a guest to like a podcast because like you kind of get in a flow with somebody or like different people. And then it's like, Oh, now all of a sudden, like, especially if it's like a smaller, like crew, like, um, like w- when we started having guests, it was just me bi-weekly with like a, like new person that like would go through it. It's like a different experience, like having someone else on. Right. It it certainly is. It, it It's not like throwing uh I mean, I guess for lack of a better word, it, it it throws a whole new new seasoning into the mix. Like it, it, there's there's other input. There's somebody with more stories, and I mean, the, a lot of a lot of the people that we've had have some really really awesome stories. Like, I mean, everyone does honestly. Like everyday people that you walk by, you, you never know. Everyone's got something going on. Everyone has had like some crazy thing happen. They've had to. Oh, what's that called? What is that called? It's called like Sonder. Ooh, the actual definition, the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. That's real good. I like it. Uh, that is actually from the Dictionary of Obscure like Sorrows. So it's a new word. Yeah, you're expanding my vocabulary. You're making me a little more mindful today. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, but... um. Speak of like expanding your vocabulary, like I have to ask though, um, what kind of background do you have with or like awareness do you have of stuff like what we like, um, watched and we'll talk about later? Um, so not a whole lot really. Um, when you had mentioned to me the tokusatsu, oh, there you go. Did, did I print? Okay, I got that. Okay, cool. I'm, I, I just impressed myself there. Um, when you when you had uh, brought that up to me, I I I never once heard that term, never never knew anything about it. Um, so I kind of looked into it, and like I mean, I guess I like knew of it because I I saw a little bit of Power Rangers growing up. It wasn't anything that really fascinated me to a whole extent because I don't know. I, I found it very strange that like. They all just looked the same. They were just a different color, and <laughs> I couldn't really get past that. And I was like, okay. So I, I never watched it a lot. I watched a few episodes here and there. I did like the fight scenes because that was always something um, I, I enjoyed as a kid. I always made my figurines fight, so obviously I like seeing it on TV. Um, so that that was definitely something I I realized watching watching uh Shin Kamen Rider because it <laughs> did the fight styles it was so like yeah it's a very um like for Tokusatsu 
or like toku um like as like we tend to call it um it's like a very it's what this show is about and like i think like that it's it has such like a wide range of what it can cover like there's stuff like power rangers godzilla like and like there's also like a lot weirder stuff like um just last or just recently when you're hearing this um we recorded like an episode on uh this um one movie called hentai common which is about like a uh, man who like gains superpowers from wearing like used panties on his face kind of thing (laughs) okay (laughs) the basic like gist of it is like when like choreography and like practical effects and like other kind of effects like meat that's what toku is like it's very much like um the simplest way like i like we'll put it and maybe like a little reductive is like live action anime kind of stuff where it's like trying to do stuff within the confines of like real practical like stunt work and like real costumes and like real in camera like effects you know right yeah no i and i can understand that um i i definitely got that feel of it but I mean, I, and I don't know if like, uh, maybe that's like a specific fighting style that I just don't know of, um, where, cause like it, it really seems like they, they flail their arms around a lot. Like a lot of the motions have to do with their arms and like their leg placements are usually kind of far apart sometimes. And I feel like that, I don't know, I, maybe it's, uh, it's this, I'm sure it has a term, but I have no idea like waifu or like wuxia stuff like you might see in like a crushing tiger like hidden dragon kind of thing is what you mean or um yeah like uh, yeah I-, I feel they're a little more like loose with their movements in in this like uh, with like the power rangers in, in this movie um whereas it's not it doesn't feel so like their their bodies and limbs are kept tight to them and they're they're just really focused they're they're kind of these are kind of all over the place and they can kind of like fly which is interesting <laughs> yeah so like um of like the major like franchises of like toku stuff there's like your godzilla there's like ultraman um there's super sentai which is like what like power rangers gets like most of its like footage from and like um there's common rider like common rider is like a it's kind of like the more popular franchise but this was like when it was at its lowest point if that makes sense like like this is like when the last show had been canceled they were just trying stuff and uh this looks very different than um some other stuff they had done and like it definitely you could feel that where you're like oh um (laughs) this is them like throwing spaghetti at the wall in like a weird direction that they hadn't been before in a lot of ways right I actually put up a couple of like images of um one is of um oh cool oh the first common cool. rider from the from the seventies and one is from like a more recent movie where they like had a bunch of the old ones come back and interact with like the newer riders and like it like has a common rider like shit next to some other like mid eighties and seventies like riders that's pretty cool of this like miniseries i guess like where like i'm going to be looking with people at these three movies i think this one is definitely the weirdest in in, like certain ways or like the most a departure from like what they know how to do as well yeah um i mean i won't get to the ending now but the ending was very weird oh yeah um with that though um like let's actually uh take a quick break and then we'll come back to the main part to talk about uh the movie. And we are back. So Shin Kamen Rider prologue or the Kamen Rider Shin, Master Rider Shin. What did you think of this? Like overall, like top level, like this movie. Uh, all right. So I will say like the maybe like first two, three minutes, like really had me skeptical because uh, <laughs> the the intro 
because I, I I don't typically watch uh, too much uh, things like this, or really nothing much at all. The probably the closest thing I can even remotely think of would be Kung Fu Hustle, honestly. Um, and that that's not a, I don't think that would be at all considered a Toku. But uh, yeah, the the sepia filter, and uh, it was just like I don't know. I mean, I. The vision thing was kind of weird for me, how he had like these red, orange eyes, and you get a sepia filter in the beginning. Um, and the just the effects, everything was kind of kind of funny to me. So I, I mean, initially I kind of took it like, okay, this is this is looking a little silly, but you know, I, I can find humor in that. And then it was I'm trying to think of what moment it was when. Uh, they introduced the fact that it's a grasshopper. Like, cause I didn't really understand what the monster was at first. I didn't know what, uh, mm-hmm. what, what at all it was. I just assumed it was some crazy monster. And, uh, nor would I have at all guessed that it was based off a of grasshopper. Um, but it was pretty interesting. And, and kind of at that point is when I was like, okay, <laughs> that, that, that's new. Cause I, I've never really heard of a grasshopper humanoid so i mean you know it's pretty neat and uh yeah i don't know but the ending really we'll get to that yeah yeah so but but like for my overall grade of it i guess i i I would i'd give it like a seven out of ten okay that's actually like a little bit higher than i thought like based off like what you're saying but yeah um i mean there was there was nudity you know that's an extra two points right there uh, I'll get to that in a little bit. Uh that that nudity. But no, um here's the thing. Um this is such a weird like like I said, this is them kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and like the choreography is very basic but also trying to be like very 90s like let's make some wet creatures and have them have wet fights and like <laughs> do big jumps. Like there's a lot of this movie that just feels like they're like, okay, we have to like try and be like an American movie versus like the kind of movie that we normally do. And like, you can very much feel them. Like this feels like they're doing something like, let's try to be a little bit more like the Terminator versus like, let's try and do what we know and what like we're comfortable with. And like, this was the franchise like on its decade hiatus, like trying to do things. So like, I guess that's part of it. Like this maybe is like, not a failed experiment, but like they don't really come back to this ever. Like outside of like, oh, we're doing like an anniversary and we're gonna like have a lineup of all the different parts of our history. Mm-hmm. This feels like maybe like because of how much closer the next two parts of like this film like trilogy because they're like all unrelated like concepts, and like it's like oh like here's this movie and this movie. Um, it does feel like they were like okay. We learn from this. Let's try to be more confident in like evolving what we know versus trying to do other people's things. If that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, like it starts with like a slasher and like people feeling very guilty. Um, my weakness in this movie, I, I'd have to say, is that like it does kind of feel like it has trouble with making the characters interesting. And that's like a thing of like the more modern writer TV shows is they do very good character work that this movie kind of lacks like almost entirely. Yeah, I didn't feel there was really much of a, a development or explanation aside from Shin was the son of the one scientist doing the, or head, so he thought he was head of the experiment. I, I did like uh, that that little bit of conflict, though, that they did kind of tease in there, essentially, with the uh, shadow government type, with uh, the organization. The first Common Rider show... Um... In 1971, and this is the 20th anniversary, so 91, um, this was like a weird remake in some other ways, because like that first show um, is kind of the best way to describe it is like it's halfway between like Captain America Winter Soldier and like and like a like 60s Batman kind of thing. It's like this college student gets kidnapped, gets turned into like a cyborg, but then like his like professor who had offered him to the program, stops him from being brainwashed. So he's like, just like 
he's basically fighting this like group that's like very like Illuminati, like ex Nazi scientists, like making like super like soldiers kind of thing. Yeah. And that's the plot there. Um, this feels like it's trying to like do that a little bit too. And like, it's like, Oh, like he's fighting like lobster and like, um, and, like condor monsters, but he's it's, like grasshopper themed. Um, yeah. I, I like, I like how they, uh, implemented the, the grasshopper though. Like, I don't know. I'm not no uh, any kind of bug expert by any means. So I don't know if like what they actually said about the grasshopper is true. Um, but if it <laughs> is, that's that's pretty cool. I don't think they have telepathy. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I, like I said, I'm no grasshopper expert. I won't pretend to know. But <laughs> if they do, that that's. That we really should be experimenting this and maybe make a couple of shin writers. And like, I have to wonder, like, what point was this in time? Like, what was in the news? Because, like, it's a couple years before you have like the like clone sheep. Like, I forget like what her name was, but like Dolly. Dolly. So, like, I'm wondering if like what happened in the early 90s, like late 80s that had people being like, let's do some gene spicing. Was it like, um, like breakthroughs and like stem cell stuff like what made this like the big like modern political yeah. thriller like sci-fi thing you know uh, i'm not 100 percent sure but i do know uh growing up when i was younger i was very excited reading this one article um in the news and it it was something about scientists trying to discover how to get um how to basically give a trait for bioluminescence for humans like like the fish like like jellyfish or uh, not jellyfish, but um, whatever whatever fishes and, and stuff glow in the dark and other insects as well. Um, I, I think those those were the really cool things that I, I was interested in because I thought to myself, yeah, I would definitely like to glow in the dark. That would be cool. <laughs> and like having seen like a lot of stuff in the eighties and nineties in the U.S., I'm wondering if like maybe just like a general like the zeitgeist was towards like how do we counter stuff like cancer and AIDS that were becoming like a big part of like the like imagination of like what people like what the like flaws or what like the weakness to like humanity was was like these kind of diseases too so maybe it's just like oh this is like a interesting political thing because that's where all like the research is going and like medical like yeah. tech you know so it's like, like maybe grasshoppers will like cure AIDS you know I mean you never know. I, it could literally be anything that is crazy enough that we would probably never try it. That would be something that that cures it. Like maybe you just gotta put a little honey in the bum with some apple cider vinegar, and you're good. Who knows? I I think we would have like figured that one out at least. Like if it's like, <laughs> I mean, if people are out there doing that, and <laughs> all right, this definitely um is like a movie that um is like weirdly dabbling in stuff like the first 15 minutes it's like how many like young maimed women can we have too it's like how many people can get slasher too yeah i i the cops pulling into that top parking garage at like a whopping mile per hour that was great they like the the foot soldiers were like running in faster than the actual cars were there, there was no sense of urgency on their end they just they knew they were gonna die <laughs> And there's stuff like the um, more evil scientists, like um, Hanizuka, like how he like his like secret lab had like a oh like massive candles and like an evil star of David and all this stuff. And just like okay, yeah, this is all occults, I guess. What's I, going on here? I gotta say, I the one thing that uh, I, I said to myself while watching it, and that scene came up, I was like, that's a pretty impressive layer for this time. <laughs> Yeah, and they just are, like, in love with guns, too, which, like, it's the 80s. We all were, I guess. Um, but why were they all shooting like they're stormtroopers? That's, like, a fun thing, is, like, guns aren't, like, they're both, like, serious, but they're not, like, as familiar. Like, you definitely get the sense in Toku that, like, a gun's, like, a, oh, people have those? Like, you have that? Versus, like, in, like, America, like, they're overabundance. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought it was quite incredible when they came out with the quad launcher. Yeah. I was like, oh man, it mean business. There's that one guy that was like a weird, like, 
Terminator with no eyebrows too. Who was just like, oh yeah, exactly who's supposed to be. Yeah, that that uh, because I I noticed he seemed a little weird, but I just assumed like that may have been just him and uh, like in the beginning, and then he kind of like gained the suspicion of the one guy putting the little listeners under the desk. Uh, that 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 like when he was reporting that. I just felt like he had such a weird, s- stiff stance that he was just a creepy dude. And yeah, the when I seen the, I think it was the scenery. He comes like flying in. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, <laughs> now that makes sense. He's definitely like a strong. Um, we need to have like a villain here. Let's, like, let's have this like weird Frankenstein like robot head guy like come back and back, and it's like. I'm wondering what inspired that design because just recently in like a couple different like movies and TV shows from this period that we've like looked at that design has like recurred like um, it's in like um, in the Sentai series like Juranger that um, like the original like Power Rangers is based off of like they have that monster in like a like one show like Jan person like there's like that same like Frankenstein like cyborg head design so I'm wondering there must have been like some anime or something that came out, like made that like a popular like look, but it like does show up at least three times in this like genre in this time period, which is weird. I will say the 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 face kind of gave me a feel of like um, Aztec Mayan type time. Um, okay, may- maybe like a little little like hieroglyphic statue. Um, so, I don't know, something along those lines. That, that's kind of what I got. Like it remind, right? Actually, you know what? It almost reminded me exactly of the face from uh, that old TV game show, Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> oh, Olmec. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's an interesting. I what? What kind of like weird Frankenstein like Olmec like cyborg thing was going around in Japan in like the hey, early to mid nineties? You never know, man. <laughs> Yeah, like it's like how like oh like after you've seen like Akira when you watch any animation for ten years you're like oh this is what they were on about this is what they were doing in this one scene this one design I do want to talk about the characters though because um first there's Shin he's like a real nothing of a dude yeah I I cannot believe they they talk they mentioned it like one time about him following his dream of a a motorcycle rider. And like, that was it. It's wild, right? I I couldn't believe it. That's the main character. And that was it. I was like, what? Yeah, he's just like, looks kind of cool, I guess, for like the time. He's like, let's make him have a jacket and some hair. (laughs) And, you know. Yeah. His dad had a little more because like his dad had some conflict. Um, And also like, lot of cool like computer graphics like here's like a computer model of like weird flying like grasshopper stuff and that kind of stuff that was like throughout it but um the scientist um that gets like killed halfway through like Honizuka his whole thing is he wants to like take over the world because grasshoppers are better and make people more like grasshoppers I was like what are you talking about dude yeah (laughs) a whole lot it was weird I can't remember if what exact term it was, if it was ab- abhorrent or, or, uh, I don't know. It was, it was some word that started with an A of like, kind of, kind of like to the effect of atrocious humans. And I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. And, um, it's like, 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 oh, a weird movie is like, I guess this is the one that you put out. Cause like on like your YouTube channel, like officially subbed, but like, it does feel like, there's some stuff that is more popular and better <laughs> that you could put out first. Yeah. Than, like this one. Uh, but no. Um, and I want to like, so he has a, a best friend um, and he has a girlfriend or like a love interest. And I want to talk about them a little bit. Um, so his girlfriend, I is a scientist on the whole group thing. Um, and is, potentially playing him you know that's her whole thing you know yeah she was aware of it or i don't think she knew to the extent um 
but she she was definitely aware of like what was kind of going on a little bit behind the scenes. Yeah. And um she she has two scenes that I really want to talk about. But the first is um they're at the gym and there's like some butt shots or whatever and like some dude shots. There's like, oh like look at all these people at the gym. Yeah. Uh and she's there with him. It's like, okay, she's not just like a nurse, like they work out together and hang out. And um his friend Yuki shows up and is like, hey, what's up? Like, you better confess or I'll take her, which is fine. But then, like, another dude with towels, like, falls over and is like, <laughs> hey, I chan And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like yeah. that scene. That, that one was funny because they just, they literally kicked him back pretty good. <laughs> like, you don't have a scene of, like, people, like, laughing that affably in, like, a gym, like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Unless you're about to do some shit like like that's something that you do before like a like car crash, basically, like it's like, oh, and then they were all maimed by the story we're telling. Yeah, I I loved the uh, locker room scene, though, where Shin starts sneaking around because I I can only imagine anybody's trying to sneak around the way he he was would surely be caught and heard because it he's like flailing his body around everywhere and it was it was very overdone <laughs> to where it was no longer sneaky no oh, yeah and then like he pops out and he sees other people at the gym it's like yeah you're out of public space dude <laughs> it's gonna happen sometimes yeah yeah i, th- I thought that was quite funny I, I i i liked watching him just like pretty much go around in the square because that he literally just that's all he did and then, like, I don't think they say it full up, but, like, so he's getting, like, the visions of, like, Onizuka, who's, like, a weird, like, feral version of, like, Kamen Rider Shin. And, like, that's why he thinks he's killed people. So he's, like, has this, like, really sad, like, gym shower scene. But what messes me up is that his best friends, like, talks to his love interest, says, hey, you gotta go take care of that. Like, go take care of that. <laughs> like, go love him however like just like implying like you know like go like you know like go get it out i mean that is the not the energy (laughs) of what happens like i said i'm not a grasshopper expert but you know maybe maybe grasshoppers need need loving like that in tough times i don't know because that one scene where he was in the lab. Loving like what? Yeah. All the grasshoppers were there. They were all on top of each other. I mean, it was like a grasshopper orgy, basically. Let's talk about this sex scene. Okay. I'm going to say question mark sex scene. Um, people. Yeah. Um, they're in the pool and they're swimming. And it's like shot at like an angle so they don't have to like show or censor his dick but it's like showing her and then they swim and they get on top of a float in the middle of a public pool like a lap pool yeah so they're in the middle of a lap it's either a public gym slash pool or it's like by the organization which either way seems like a bad idea because why would he go there i mean he's obviously flaunting and their butts are up and everything and i was just like this is like the least is this supposed to be like romantic supposed to be sexy i'm not getting anything from this i'm not like i had no reaction to that whole situation personally yeah uh the only reaction i had uh because i was streaming it <laughs> while i was watching it on my in my uh discord server and uh yeah once all that stuff came up i was like oh oh no sorry hold on because you know I, I don't know who's watching i don't i don't want Nobody <laughs> bad to, or nobody too young or anything to see it. So um that that was basically my only reaction. Um as far as yeah, it did not display any type of real character connection, in my opinion. Um it was I mean, there was definitely like nothing enthusiastic about what happened. I would like it's just like it wasn't like, oh, we love each other that happened, or oh, that was a lot of fun. It was just like well, that happened. Yeah. Like, and we're on a float and like some weird, like weird J-pops like playing that makes it seem magical. And right. also like she gets, 
the implications takes place over like maybe a week. This whole movie takes place and she gets like pregnant real quick. And like, I get that he's like a enhanced weird dude, like grasshopper, like cyborg or super soldier can like whatever. But she's like a tiny person. She's like a, oh, it's acting in Japan in the 80s. Let's get the like a like super small woman and then also like make sure that like she's like five foot nothing or like whatever, like no body fat. And then like it's like <laughs> then she's like supposed to be like pregnant enough that there's like a formed child, like maybe not a fully formed child, but like a like at least like a grasshopper size, like child with bones and stuff. That's nah, a man. lot of that, that's that, a lot of mass. That baby looked pretty big in the little depiction they are with like and I don't know if it was like just like the spirit of this baby or what, but like it, it had it had arms and legs, man. There's no way. Like it should still look like a alien tadpole or something. And uh it did not. It looked more humanoid. It's a baby. It's a baby. It, um it, is all it had, I'll say. It had a third eye, which was was impressive and, and, and honestly it I think uh this the little mutant child definitely puts up a, a strong uh competition with baby Yoda. Puts puts baby Yoda to shame. No oh, yeah. And also that um that doll from the Twilight movies, like did you ever see that? Oh, uh the the one that was like just floating in the water? No, like um in like the fourth or fifth Twilight movie, like they give birth to like a child that like ages rapidly. Like search up like Twilight movie doll. Oh, never mind. This is terrifying. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I I see what you're. Oh, and that's a doll. Yeah. That is creepy as hell. They did over with CG, I guess, but because like it's just like oh, it has to be like really intelligent. But no, this is like a look up the baby from copywriter like Shin. It's like a oh my. It's like a grasshopper elf baby yeah i didn't get that with the ears they looked elfish why so common rider like shin in his common rider form has like a third eye bead kind of thing in his head maybe it's like his like telepathy nodes or whatever and the baby has that but it's like back from its head to its neck to its butt has like a grasshopper's like carapace but it has like human feet and arms it's a very strange design. Like it's kind of like the baby from um like 2001, like the like the solar baby or whatever, the star child. Oh, I'm not sure what you're talking. About. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, it's just like a such a weird design because it has like a little bit of like a sculpt where like it's like belly button and like other stuff would be, but it's like smiling and it looks so creepy. It's such a yeah, it had very uh, minimal details and it really had a. a very strange nose <laughs> oh i there's so much going on with this baby because like they didn't have cg and it wasn't a cartoon so they just sculpted what would a little baby grasshopper look like that's part boy yeah Terrifying. it's a yeah it's the whole thing um <laughs> like if you um for thanksgiving maybe if you're in the states um and you instead of getting a turkey, got like a Cornish game hen and put a grasshopper's shell on the back of that. That's what it looks like. Uh, this like child. Yeah, just about after you throw it out of your window on the highway going about 70. If you cross hatched a nightmare, this is what you get. Uh, but no, um, it's a spiritual power baby that makes light come out of her womb. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, that scene when uh, she's in pain and the, the doctor's like getting the guard and they they walk in and like just that light like blast. At first, I honestly thought it like came out of her coochie. I was like, wait, what? And I like had to rewind it and check it because I was like, now this is getting really crazy. And I, I realized it was just like a light burst from the belly, which is still pretty crazy, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I, I didn't really get that it didn't explain that because shin he didn't have any ability like that he just was physical combat at least that was as far as was displayed for for uh for the I mean, healing yeah. physical combat like telepathy or whatever 
yeah the baby's a hybrid it has like all these weird like oh you're an x-men power like you know basically yeah it got like extra powers it seemed i i don't know maybe maybe uh in other movies or comics it's explained a lot more but yeah this movie did not at all explain it oh okay uh so like i guess the only thing that happens with this character is that um they start to make like really nice like and like grotesque versions of the common riders for like this like action figure line and they like add stories to them and i guess this has like a story of like this character like works for the cia and like is like hunting down like the foundation and stuff and oh so <laughs> it took me a good while before i realized that the lady with cia was totally different from i i thought i was like two facing him for a while and what? <laughs> i it without being rude they literally looked the same to me and i did not realize it i thought i and the cia lady were the exact same i mean they got a different everything like that CIA lady's like ten years older. She's got hips. She's got presence. I, I don't know, man, because the, the eye's not wearing a hat or anything. Like it's totally different uniform. I just got this bulky like cloak uh, coat on, lab coat. So I, I couldn't really tell at first. Like I don't know. They're, they're both beautiful, but I mean, yeah, that I couldn't tell at first, and then I realized afterwards. I was like. Oh, because it was when I didn't see the CIA lady. She was on the phone saying, instead, we should uh, capture them, which blew my mind because it was the only point in time throughout this entire movie I heard any bit of English, which was quite odd. Yeah, that's how you show that you're um, global and like it's like <laughs> dealing with like the CIA because like this point in time like 1991 then 92 it's like oh yeah um the past 50 years lots of like coups in different countries and like people being like assassinated they're like okay the ca is like a cool foreign villain yeah um you know that's that that's a very valid point yeah i i can get that because i mean for the most part any most american movies like it's always like a russian or like some other foreign adversary that is just becomes uh, a complete uh, conflict of interest for us. Or know. also the CIA. Like we don't like think that too, yeah. that highly of them. Yeah. No, the, <laughs> I mean, I don't think highly of many of them, but yeah. there's like, how they close this out. There's like two fight scenes in the movie. There's the one under the bridge with like the doctor who like experimented on himself gets like lit on fire while he's being transported and like he like gets shot by a rocket and he dies and there's like the frankenstein like cyborg monster versus like shin um yeah i i i love that the uh like i mean the core the choreograph was like the same it, it, was, it was it was what it was and it was cool but the uh the head pulling and the spine with the glowing blood i think uh really really kind of kind of did that little extra for me that I was like, yeah, you know, that that's awesome yeah. because it, it, it kind of brought that a uh, little bit of like a mortal combat vibe to it. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I love too that. Um, you see stuff like his wounds closing back up or like he hits like the weapon that, um, it's called transformed Goshima or cyborg soldier level two has. And like, his like arm like blades fall off but then like we see them regenerating that's cool as hell yeah i i like that they they uh incorporated that and the healing um the healing thing was pretty funny because it was literally the exact it, to me it looked like the exact same uh scene as when he was cut just thrown in reverse so i, I thought that was pretty funny i just really like um there's the scene where like the evil villain head of the organization um Himura, um is the one that like captured them is like oh we're gonna use your baby for experiments <laughs> he just gets the shit kicked out of him like comically so by Kamen Rider Shin like he just gets like beat up for like what feels like five minutes uh, yeah like, beats a crap I, I love uh, I, I, I 
it, it it blew me away because you know the dude comes in with the gun and like he's threatening them and then of course I get shot and he throws a chair at him and knocks him out for the perfect amount of time for him to talk to I and do what he needs to do <laughs> and then all of a sudden he wakes up and yeah when he uh, just kind of shreds into him I was like oh okay so that's that's some real real rage there. I was honestly kind of hoping for like maybe some like uh, like body tearing in half or something. I mean, we already went with the spine pull. Why not? Um, so yeah, I was kind of hoping a little little more from that, but I uh, nonetheless enjoyed it. the The ending though really kind of. Oh, man. Yeah, that was that's my favorite part of this whole movie is that like they keep his dad alive and then they're captured by like a net and they're going to like be carried off by his helicopter. But it turns out that like the CIA, the CIA lady like Sarah survived getting shot across the chest, then getting blown up after she was shot and on the ground later yeah. in, in like a five minute scene of her getting like blown up and shot at. She like fires the last of the quad rockets and takes out the helicopter that crashes it into the skyscraper blows it up entirely yeah the building like just completely disintegrates and then next scene is just shin walking through a sewer i'm like okay no fucking explanation how he survived none of that none okay cool without his dad so i'm assuming his dad died when the helicopter went into the sewer yeah it so here's the thing that really like just agitated me is He's he's still carrying the dead body and like it just glows and he like kind of gets like this image of, of the baby and like they just kind of do like a nod at each other like, yeah, that's what's up, man. And, I, and and that was it. He walks off in the credits roll and I was like, well, that was very disappointing ending. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, It's like a little this does like definitely feel like they were trying something it was mixed success and they go more traditional bigger fight scene like clear as they go on but um one thing i do want to um bring up is that um there's like three rough classifications of like what kind of common rider there could be um the most common is like technological so it's like okay my powers are based off of like technology mm -hmm. then there's some that are like mystical theme so it might be like oh i have this weird stone kind of thing um then there's the kind that comrade shin is which has only happened a couple times in like the 40 50 years of the franchise like wow. this year and it's and that's the biological theme to like common writer and um what i want to actually do is sometimes when it feels appropriate um we will watch a clip from something else. So I have um, probably about like 30 seconds total of um, some fight scenes from a more recent show that was meant to be like a more animalistic and like the biological theme ground rider that I would like to uh, watch with you. Oh, yeah, let's do it. So uh, let me know when you're at the start of the video. It should be 33 seconds in. Yeah. And then, um, all right, then. Three, two, one, go. Oh, okay. What is that? A Mothman or something? A spider? I'm liking the armor a lot more. I don't care for the uh, fin that was sticking out of the back there, but that. Oh, what the? Ooh. Yeah. So I'm going to. Oh, I thought he took his head off on the dive. I, I was about to be impressed. And then here's a second fight scene. Uh, this one is uh, equally as short, I think. Like a nest. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was a bunch of construction work. Oh, there we go. There's a half body. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah, perfect. And let's look, let's stop right there. Um, <clears throat> so that is from Common Rider Amazons. That was for a minute the only show that was available in the U.S. because it's like streaming on Amazon Prime, and that's like meant to be like a uh, more modern take on like an older like Common Rider who was Common Rider Amazon, and they're like they're based off piranhas, not off grasshoppers. They've always uh, been the bloody ones. But yeah, um, I thought that might be cool just to see where they go with like, these like, safe-guided concepts, too, because I like... Uh, that's a good series for like, a lot of people, too, I think. So, uh, I'll start out with the show. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that is... How about a Shin? Um, 
unless we have any other points, but like I think we covered all of it really. It's a pretty yeah. simple show. Yeah, it, or movie. Uh, I, I think we we covered more of it than they covered in the movie, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, um, at the time they might have been just been like, oh, these effects are so cool. Look at how wet that cool Frankenstein is. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it worked. No, uh, it, it it was uh it was entertaining yeah. to say the least. And I think the next two movies in this kind of like nineties like trilogy, they do um they do they're shorter, but I think they do have more action and like plot in them. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um so Josh, my question for you is uh where can people find you when you're not talking about um about Toku stuff? Oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, so you could find me at, I mean, I do game development on the side, so you could look up Zondad Studios. You could as well uh, search for the Mindless Morning Show. Uh, we have a link tree. Uh, it's linktr.ee slash mindlessmorningshow, um, and that basically has all the links to anywhere you could want to find us. We do do video YouTube, so like you could watch us on YouTube, see our ugly faces and funny faces. <laughs> no, yeah, and that's like one more like point of failure. Like, it's just like I like doing the audio thing because like it's just like a little bit of extra like things that can go wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, yeah, we don't uh, edit anything out, so like we just keep the natural flow of uh, conversation. So when we get stupid it, it it's pretty stupid <laughs> and you could find uh me um on twitter.com at james forge you can find the podcast common twitter.com at common ride with me instagram common ride with me um you can send in questions to common ride with me or uh to podcast at common ride with me.com there is a common slash merch for our merch store and uh that does after our hosting costs are met go to charity uh and in december and january um big ups to you all for uh helping us uh get some money um towards some uh smaller like eviction defense funds and uh also there is com slash episodes where there is a link to each different service to find each different episode and uh with that josh um what we learned today? Um, I would say if you are going to carry a baby, take the baby out of the body instead of carrying the dead mom with it. It'll probably save your back. <laughs> if you're gonna carry a baby, okay. Yeah, well, I, you know, for for Shin, that, that that's that's my advice to Shin. <laughs> that, that's what I learned out of it, watching him. And also, don't eat grasshoppers. <laughs>